Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Cheers to a great day and this ice cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Or your grandma here with us, making carne asada. She does love a cold Corona. Throw in some dancing. Oh, we can watch the game. I'll drink to that. So a backyard concert with football, food, dancing, and Corona? And your grandma. Or we could keep it simple. Simple is good. Want a Corona? Thanks. Salud to the perfect day. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona Extra Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Grammar Girl here. Today, guest writer Bonnie Trenga is going to tell us why we are rarely gruntled, shoveled, or in whack, but why we are often disgruntled, disheveled, and out of whack. Thanks to interesting questions from a listener named Glenn, we'll be talking about words or phrases that have only a negative connotation. There's no opposite word with a positive connotation, with one exception. These negative words might seem a bit wacky, but we'll look back at the origins of English to discover why. Let's start with disheveled. In this case, the dis prefix adds a negative element. Other negative prefixes are non, un, and in, which sometimes changes to ill, im, and ear before certain letters. You can also sometimes make something negative by putting anti in front of it. You simply add the prefix to the stem word to create a new word that has a negative connotation. You can add these prefixes to the beginning of nouns, adjectives, adverbs, and verbs to make them negative. So you could take the stem word honest and add the prefix dis to get dishonest. Likewise, take the stem word happiness and add the prefix un to come up with unhappiness. You get the idea. Many words starting with dis, such as disability, disapprove, and disagreeing, have corresponding positive words. Ability, approve, and agreeing, for example. However, disheveled doesn't have a corresponding positive word. You aren't heveled or sheveled. Disheveled means messy and often refers to hair or clothing. I learned the fascinating history of this word by reading my dictionary. You probably wouldn't guess that the French word for hair is at the root of disheveled. However, it originates from the prefix dis plus the word chevelle, which means hair. Anyone who's studied French will remember that hair is le cheveau, and I haven't taken French, so I apologize if I mispronounced that. Disheveled is hair with a negative connotation. Note also that disheveled is one of those words that has one L in American English and two in British English. Thank Noah Webster. He's the one who changed the American spelling. Let's do another dis word. Disaster has an interesting history, too. Unfortunately, we can't say that something good was an aster. The word disaster comes from the prefix dis plus the word astro, which of course means star. An obsolete meaning of the word disaster, according to my dictionary, is an evil influence of a star or planet. 
Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Throw in some music. We can watch the game. Or we could keep it simple. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Corona Import, Chicago, Illinois. You could probably spend hours pouring through your dictionary, learning the meanings of words that these days have only a negative connotation. If you want to have a bit of fun instead of working or studying, try looking up nonchalant. As I'm sure you're aware, you won't find chalant in the dictionary. But I'll give you a hint. Chalant is related to the French word to heat. You might also have fun with insipid, with the sipid part somehow related to the Latin word to taste. And now to get to Glenn's question about disgruntled. It's a different bird from the others we've talked about. First, instead of being negative, the dis prefix in disgruntled is an intensifier. It means utterly or completely and adds emphasis to the root. Back in the 1600s, gruntling meant grumbling. So if someone was gruntling, they were even more upset if they were disgruntling. And it does look like disgruntle was a verb before it became an adjective and we started to use it to describe people's emotions. Second, some people think that gruntled isn't a word, but it has actually become one according to dictionaries. They say gruntled is a back formation that people derived from disgruntled. In other words, so many people thought disgruntled should have the corresponding positive word gruntled that it emerged and was accepted. Granted, the word isn't common, but the first known use of gruntled as an adjective to mean in good humor or pleased in the Oxford English Dictionary is attributed to P.G. Wodehouse, who included this sentence in his 1938 novel, The Code of the Woosters. Quote, he spoke with a certain 
what is it in his voice? And I could see that, if not actually disgruntled, he was far from being gruntled. Now we'll leave the dis words in our dictionaries as well. They weren't much use when I faced Glenn's final conundrum, the phrase out of whack, which means not functioning correctly. I had to go to the internet to solve that mystery. I found an interesting site all about the English language, Worldwide Words, hosted by Michael Quinian. The Out of Whack page, which was actually working quite well, explains that in the 19th century, there seems to have been a phrase, in fine whack, meaning that someone was in good condition or excellent fettle. Apparently, someone by the name of John Hay described President Lincoln by saying, the tycoon is in fine whack. Although this is not a very common phrase, it's easy to see how out of whack could be the opposite of in fine whack. You can read more wacky details about out of whack on Quinian's site, which I'll link to at quickanddirtytips.com. You could also probably spend hours there learning about other odd phrases. It's great. For example, I learned what a baffle gap is. But that's about it for negative words with no positive counterpart. Our language is filled with remnants of older forms of English. If you're ever feeling disgruntled about anything, just nonchalantly distract yourself by reading your dictionary. This podcast was written by Bonnie Tranga, author of The Curious Case of the Misplaced Modifier, who blogs at sentencesleuth.blogspot.com. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, author of Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. That's all. Thanks for listening. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.